This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Cattle bill to get hearing and vote. Next steps for shipping reforms and new warnings on war's impact. Fisher says top Republican won't block market reforms. One of the lead sponsors of a bill to reform cattle markets says the measure will get a hearing and a vote in the Senate Agriculture Committee in coming weeks. The hearing will be held after the upcoming Easter recess. Senator Deb Fisher of the Nebraska Republican says in an interview for this week's edition of AgriPulse Newsmakers, the latest version of the bill changes how the regions would be determined for setting cash trade mandates. Fisher says she has worked with Chairwoman Debbie Stavidow's office and that the chairwoman is, quote, ready to go with the hearing. Fisher says a majority of committee members support the measure, and she's been assured by ranking Republican John Bozeman of Arkansas that he won't stand in its way. We're going to be taking a vote on this bill in committee, and then as it moves to the floor, we feel very, very good about the chances of getting this done this year, she said. This week's Newsmaker Show will post today at agripulse.com. Shipping reforms advance. The Ocean Shipping Reform Act, which is intended to ease port bottlenecks and shipping rates, is a step closer to becoming law. The Senate passed its version of the bill by unanimous consent yesterday. However, the House may not be quite ready to sign off on the measure. A lead sponsor of the House version, South Dakota GOP Representative Dusty Johnson told AgriPulse some House members feel strongly about adding certain provisions to the Senate measure. The House bill's chief Democratic sponsor, California Representative John Garamendi, says he stands ready to negotiate a final compromise between the House and the Senate-passed bills. Still, Johnson gives the bill a, quote, well north of 80% chance of passing into law in the relative short term, citing wide bipartisan and bicameral support. Vilsack calls on STB to address rail disruptions. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack has joined the National Grain and Feed Association in asking for swift action from the Surface Transportation Board to address widespread disruptions in rail service that have forced the shutdown of flour and feed mills and delayed feed shipments. Vilsack's March 30 letter expands on one from NGFA President and CEO Michael Seifert last week by asking the board to suspend rate increases and additional fuel surcharges and allow owners private of rail cars to assess delay charges on the railroads for inefficient use of cars. He also said the current shortage for feed related to poor rail service is not a new phenomenon or limited to just feed. Over the past few years, USDA has consistently heard from shippers of poor rail service, and we have shared those concerns through various comments on behalf of the agriculture community. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. 
Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Farmers backing off corn for now. Soaring fertilizer costs appear to have had a major impact on farmer plans this spring. USDA's annual survey of farmer planting intentions found growers will cut their corn acreage by 3.9 million acres this year. It's a 4% drop from last year and a shift nearly that much land into soybeans. Our Arlen Suderman of Stone X says a combination of good spring planting weather and market signals could encourage farmers to plant more corn than the survey shows. Soy futures fell sharply on the report yesterday. Report. Ukraine-Russia war to cause long-lasting grain volatility. With Ukraine and Russia responsible for about 29% of global wheat exports and 17% of the world's corn exports, the war's impact will reverberate for some time as markets continually assess real and perceived grain supply shortages and readjust risk premiums. That according to a new analysis by CoBank. Ukrainian farmers are desperately trying to export corn, wheat, and sunflower oil, but Russia continues its blockade of Ukrainian ports in the Black Sea. Russia is exporting wheat, but financing and high freight insurance premiums are hindering shipments. Balancing all factors, grain prices and volatility are both likely to remain elevated regardless of when the war actually ends as markets continually assess real and perceived grain supply shortages and readjust risk premiums, the report says. High fertilizer prices, crop chemical shortages and ongoing supply chain problems will contribute to that volatility. Bipartisan House letter seeks biofuels boost from Biden. The Biden administration has received another plea to boost biofuels production, this time in response to the ban of oil and natural gas imports from Russia. 29 members of Congress, 18 Republican and 11 Democrat, urge President Biden to ensure E-15 is available year-round, either by using EPA's authority or by taking executive action to respond to a potential energy crisis triggered by Russian aggression on the international stage. Now take note, Stonex Arlen Suderman says the impact of the E-15 action will be muted if EPA only allows its sale for this summer. A potential USMCA dispute panel with Mexico over biotech? U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai and Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack don't yet know how they're going to force Mexico to end its effective ban on approving new agriculture biotech traits. But Tai says they have a wide array of options. So far, they've been consulting with their counterparts in Mexico 
Ty told the senators at a finance committee hearing yesterday. But now she and Vilsack are, quote, reassessing where we are and the kind of tools we need to bring to bear. At USTR, we are looking at the full range of tools in in close coordination with our partners at USDA and in Congress. We'll look at next steps. Mexico hasn't approved a new ag biotech trade since May of 2018, blocking about two dozen corn, canola, soybean, potato, and apple traits. Finally, here's today's He Said It. We are absolutely facing a problem of catastrophic, catastrophic proportions here. That Tony Will, president and CEO of major anhydrous ammonia producer CF Industries, speaking to CNBC yesterday about the impact of the war in Ukraine on global food supplies. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.